Fortunately, the International League of the Guilty has littered the landscape with specialised buildings where attention comes easier. I walk in, I glance around, and I see the objects that different ages carried in here because they thought they were precious. Tattered battle flags and stained glass, carved wood, and memorials saying he was a magistrate of unequalled probity. Not in order to declare those past people that this was a place where only a precious and tasteful selection from human behaviour was welcome, but the opposite, to celebrate with the best things they had, the way the place acknowledged absolutely all of human behaviour. The calm in here is not denial, it's an ancient, imperturbable lack of surprise. To any conceivable act you might have committed, the building is set up only to say, ah, so you have, so you did. Would you like to sit down? I sit down. I shut my eyes. Churches are vessels of hush, as well as everything else they are. And when I block out the distractions of vision, the silence is almost shockingly loud. It sings in my ears, well, no, metaphors are inevitable here, but we might as well try to use them accurately and to prune out the implications we don't want. The silence has no tune. It doesn't sing. It hisses. It whines thinly at a high constant pitch, as if the world had a background note we don't usually hear. It crackles like the empty grooves at the end of a vinyl record when the song is over and all that's left to hear is the null track of the medium itself, which is welcome, because it's the unending song of myself that I've come in here to get a break from. I breathe in, I breathe out. I breathe in, I breathe out. I breathe in, I breathe out, noticing the action of my lungs swelling and compressing, swelling and compressing much more than I usually do. And so far as I have to have something to concentrate on, I concentrate on that, just that, the in and out of my breath, trying to think of nothing else but the air moving. I do my best to step away from my thoughts when they come, and they do come, I'm not trying to clamp them down. Every so often I find I've strayed off from the breathing along some loop of associations or memories, and that's fine. When I find that that's what I'm doing, I step away from the thought loop. I leave it be, back to the simple process of breath. I know my whole lumpy, complicated, half-known self is still there, but I'm not trying to put it in order. I'm not trying to arrange it flatteringly so that it tells some creditable story of me or, just as bad, just as effortful, unflatteringly, so that it neatly accuses me. I'm deliberately abandoning the enterprise of making sense of myself. I breathe in, I breathe out. The silence hisses, neither expectantly nor unexpectantly. And in it, I start to pick out more and more noises that were too quiet for me to have attended to them before, I become intensely aware of small things happening in the space around me that I can't see. I hear a blue bottle blundering by somewhere above. I hear the door sigh open, sigh closed. I hear the creak of wood as someone else settles into a pew. I hear the intermittent murmur of a conversation going on in the vestry. I hear the sailcloth flap of a single piece of paper being turned over up in the organ loft. I start to hear things outside the church too. A passing plane, a bird in a tree, a car's ignition coughing awake, the patter-tap, patter-tap of a leafy branch the breeze is brushing against one of the windows. 
two street drinkers arguing. Far off motorway roar. I must hear all the time and cancel from consciousness usually. Layer upon layer of near sounds and far sounds, stopping and starting according to no score, none of them predictable by me, none of them under my control. The audio assemblage of the world getting along perfectly well without me. The world sounding the same as it did before I was born, the same as it will do after I'm dead. I expand. Not seeing, I feel the close grain of the hardwood I'm sitting on, the gritty solidity of the stone pillar my arm touches. I feel their real weight, I sense the labour that made them, I know their separateness from me. My mind moves outwards, to the real substances of things that are not me beyond the church walls. I feel the churchyard grass repeating millionfold the soft green spire of each blade the tarmac of the road compressed like cold varnished chewing gum, the scratchy roughness of each red suburban brick, out and out, the streets of the town unreeling faster and faster into the particular pattern of fields beyond, the viridian tie-dye of those fields seen from above, and receding higher and higher, the island seen whole in mottled greens and browns, the limb of the planet shining in electric blue, the ash-coloured moon, the boiling chemical clouds of the gas giants, the shining pinprick of our star, the radiant drift of the western spiral arm, the plug-hole spin of one galaxy, the flying splotches of others, uncountably many, flinging out into a darkness which is itself expanding, and all, all of it, as locally real and solid and intricate as the time-darkened, bottom-polished oak plank beneath me. Breathe in. Breathe out. Yes, time. Expand again, not from this particular place, but this particular moment, this perch on one real instant in the flood of real instants. Breathe in, breathe out. Day opens the daisies, sucks carbon into every leaf, toasts the land, raises moisture as clouds. Night closes flowers throws the protein switch for rest in mobile creatures, condenses dew, pulls the winds that day has pushed. Breathe. Dark cycles into light, light cycles into dark again as the earth turns, and this cycle, measured in hours, spins inside others timed in weeks and years and eons, building a nested spirograph of change of which the world is made, as truly as it's made of matter organised in a sphere, the fields flash green, yellow, brown with the seasons. The forests ebb and flow. The hills themselves melt like wax. The ice advances and retreats. Ocean covers this spot with sunlit shallows or anoxic black depths. The carbon fixed by a trillion tiny swimmers hardens as limestone and erodes gently to gas again. Natural selection whittles new creatures from old with its blunt knife. And it's all real. The moments that happen already to have happened were as capacious, as strutted and braced with true existence as this one in which I am momentarily sitting here. And the moments which happen not to have happened yet will be, in their turn, as truly and encompassingly the one single existent entire state of things just for a moment. This instant at which I sit is as narrow a slice of the reality of the whole as a hairline crack would be in a pavement that reaches to the stars. The real immensities of time and of space merge. 
are, always were, the same real immensity. <laughs>